Welcome to episode 27. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by fellow co-host Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about some new happenings in the Chaser's Newsreel and what to do when it rains on your Walt Disney World trip in the Chaser's Tidbit. A little bit of housekeeping. It's been a while. It's been a while, hasn't it, Mindy? Uh, just a few minutes. Uh, <laughs> I had to laugh, and you're like, "I hope everyone's had a great week." And I'm like, "Uh, month or two or two." <laughs> yeah, got a little bit uh, crazy there for sure for uh, for a hot second. But uh, we are back at it again, and uh, happy to be doing the podcast again. Yeah, I'm very excited. Saturday night in Ohio, August the first, and. Uh, just having having a good time and glad to get back at it. Yeah, definitely always fun to talk about Disney. Do you have anything else you want to add for the housekeeping, man? Nope. Just hope everyone is healthy and safe and doing well. And we're going to bring some positivity with the podcast. Absolutely. A little positivity coming your way, listeners. Let's jump right into the Chasers Newsreel. Stories from DisneyParks.Disney.Go.Com. I got some uh, little Disney action going on in the background with the music so uh let us know if you guys like that or not just i got a little bit low going in the background to get you that park vibe while we're talking i hear it in one of my uh in my uh you know earbuds here as we're recording it and it's getting me kind of in the mood to talk disney so let me know what you guys think about that and uh whether or not we should just go with dead background air or not but uh just thought we'd try a little bit of something new on august the first okay Virtual queue update for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at Disney's Hollywood Studios beginning on July the 24th. Uh, since last time we talked, all four parks have reopened at Walt Disney World. Um, they have gone to a reservation-based system. So it is definitely something to where you want to make sure that you get your tickets in advance because there's no guarantee, even if you have a hotel stay, that you can get into the parks. I think it's been a lot easier in the last week or so, Mindy, though, people being able to get, even annual pass holders being able to get those park reservations. Um, so I think they're a little bit Sounds easier to get than what they were when they first reopened about, what was it, about two, three weeks ago now? Yes. Something along those lines. But uh, I think a lot of states have put some um, restrictions on the travel, right. which has made it easier for the local people of Florida to go ahead and get some tickets. Um, and so. real quick, too, without getting into all the specifics about all of the, you know, um, precautionary uh, um, items they have in place with, you know, temperature checks and, you know, um, hand sanitizing station. Everyone has to wear a mask. But everything that I think a lot of us are already used to in this uh, COVID era that we're going through. So nothing too crazy that, you know, that a lot of us aren't already accustomed to at this point. However, um, the FastPass system has temporarily been um, put on hold. So right now, everything is just standby. The FastPass uh, line, as well as their queue, I should say, as well as the regular ride queue, they're sending people down both of those, and they have installed uh, plexiglass throughout um, all the ride queues. But a lot of the rides right now appear to be walk-ons from what mm -hmm. we've been able to see on the on the videos from our YouTube vloggers that we like to watch. So 
it doesn't seem like it's too out of control no. as far as the wait times go. But anyway, along on this story, a lot of people are going specifically the hardest park right now to get a reservation to get a ticket to get into the park is Hollywood Studios. Because a lot of people had planned because Star Wars, you know, has just opened up the Star Wars land um, at Hollywood Studios. So that has created a little bit of a you know bottleneck for those that are going that really want to go in and they really all the people going want to have a chance to ride star wars rise of the resistance at galaxy's edge yeah. so um unfortunately this is the only ride that is actually doing a virtual queue out of all four theme parks and they are doing drops at 10 a.m and 2 p.m the park is actually opening right now at Hollywood Studios at 10 a.m. and it closes at 8 p.m. And what they're doing is each park opens up an hour different than the other parks. So like, let's say Magic Kingdom opens up at nine, Hollywood Studios would open up at 10. Um, 11 o'clock might be Epcot. Epcot. And then I think noon might be Am or Animal Kingdom right now. So I almost said Amazon because I've been ordering all that stuff with Mindy off Amazon these days. So Amazon's on the top of my mind instead of Animal Kingdom. But, uh, yep, real professional here. That's what you get with the cheap jokes on a Saturday night. <laughs> so um, Disney's Wood Hollywood Studios is reopened. But with the virtual queue situation, the reason I brought this up is everyone seems to be rushing to the parks early in the morning. Yeah. And from what we've been able to tell by watching the vlogs is it's good to go a little bit after park opening. Um, in this instance, we watched a vlogger that went to Hollywood Studios just a day or two ago at 1 p.m. And he was able to basically get on everything but Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. In like he five hours, right? Yeah. It was like a five-hour block. He, he, he left at six. Yeah, and he got there at the like one o'clock. He didn't get to do was Rise of the Resistance. And he did get. He, he got a backup get. time. But what is happening is, people are going in at ten o'clock, and since there's no shows going on right now, they can basically, besides Rise of the Resistance, a lot of people have done the majority of what they want to do at Hollywood Studios from like let's say ten to two p.m. And if they don't get the queue. For the 2 p.m., if they didn't get to 10 a.m., they leave the park. Yeah. So that leaves essentially six hours yeah. to where you can just go on the rides at Hollywood Studios um, and just and just kind of walk on them. And I'll kind of go over right now. It is rain season right now, and unfortunately, there's a tropical storm that looks like it's going to skirt on the outside of uh, Florida, um, to, I think as late as tonight. And uh, nothing too crazy, it doesn't sound like, but um, for Disney World. It might bring in World, a lot of rain. But it might bring in a lot of rain. So we thought it was good to talk about what to do at each of the four theme parks if it's raining and you decide to stay at the park. This will be a two-part series. We're going to talk in the next one about what to do if you just decide to leave the park and go back to the resorts. All the things we're going to talk about, though, are keeping in mind that uh, COVID-19 isn't here. So we're hoping that... You know, um, some of these things for these could trips, be open right now, but some of these I are know, open. I'm not sure what's open. What's the attractions not. are, are, but some of the shows are not. The character meet and greets, obviously, right now are not happening. But I am hopeful that um, by the time a lot of the listeners go to on their next Disney trip, we will have a better handle and uh, hopefully, potentially, not trying to get into debate one way or the other, but. A vaccine will be available or we'll have a better control on what's going on yeah. with uh, um, COVID-19. So, um, 
just keep that in mind. If you want to do the rise of the resistance, you do need to get one of those two uh, virtual Q drops, or you're not getting on it, period. And unfortunately, like you've got to be right on the money at 10, too. Right on the money, and, and it's really right. just luck. All right, at two o'clock as well. And um, it's all done through the uh, My Disney Experience, the mobile app. You have to do the reservation on the mobile app. You can't just be like, I want a paper ticket. You have to use the app. Yeah. It's luck of the draw. You're Who gonna gets definitely lucky? Want to have that app open and i would i would suggest everyone in your party that has the mobile app and has an, a phone tries to push it and get it in your party because that's what happened with this vlogger he didn't get it his girlfriend got it was able to get it so it's important like for us you know we would have owen as well trying to push that down to his phone to see see if he could get it yeah um and, and just kind of take it from there but it's kind of, I, I do feel for those that are going to Hollywood Studios might not even realize that they're doing this queue system, yeah. thinking that they're going to get a chance to ride Rise of Resistance. Right. And the sad thing about Rise of Resistance is, it's you know been critically acclaimed. It's by far right now the most popular ride out of all the parks. However, it is still breaking down. A lot. They're still having yeah. trouble. I checked earlier today on the app before we went on, and it was temporarily down again mm. and it happens every day so even though they were working on it over um the closure when they were closed for almost what two months they still haven't gotten all the bugs fixed up because it is such a monster attraction there's so many so moving pieces techni technology, technology and that. so yeah there's so many pieces that need to be just right in the puzzle but so, yeah um, i mean <clears throat> if you're a huge star wars fan and let's say you're like only going to go to Disney once in the next five years, I would probably hold off a couple years um, because, I mean, maybe by then they'll have a better handle on Rise of the Resistance. Maybe, you know, it, it'll be easier to get on. I mean, I just think right now, um, if you are like, I want to go, I want to do Star so Wars. so many people you and know I, that And I know I'm not going to go back and like right. for another five years or maybe not at all. Maybe right. this is your once in a lifetime. I would kind of hold off because and they and i know a lot of people plan their summer vacation around that doing, ride. doing galaxy's edge or yeah star just wars star wars land, land in and general there's it's lots just, star wars is huge for some people yeah, they love it it's so. it's a big deal because when we were there last summer it hadn't opened yet hasn't even been opened a year uh, but i do want to kind of uh, leave you with this last little Say tidbit this. did you read are you going to read what it says please note Read that. Yeah, please note that joining the virtual queues does not guarantee the ability to experience Star Wars Rise of Resistance. So even if you get a boarding group, you might not get on. it's been breaking down anyway. So that would even be more infuriating. But um, a lot of the vloggers have also said that the cast members have gotten blasted oh, by bad. upset park guests that don't get a queue reservation. And that has to be a tough job yeah. to be getting screamed at because people are hostile over the fact that yeah. you know they're telling junior that he can't get to ride the ride so or grown adults in some cases right just being grown adults but uh um just i do want to kind of mention too before the 10 or the two o'clock drop if you have questions or need assistance with joining the virtual queue cast members at guest experience team locations throughout hollywood studios are available to assist so if you don't know how to do any of the things that we're talking about on the my disney experience i would definitely make sure that you talk to a cast member 
way in advance yeah. of the day before or what, yeah or know, if you go in there that, that day early and you didn't get the 10 o'clock because they don't open to 10 so like let's say you got there at nine o'clock find somebody try to you know be ready for the drops yeah but if you don't get on it there's so many other oh. things that they could do i mean yeah they were, we're gonna, just they were just walking on rides like 15 minute waits and they weren't even that long and the good thing is is you so could still experience still a ton galaxy's of edge do. and smugglers run doesn't break down so you could still do yeah. the other um attraction and galaxy's edge millennium smugglers run so you can at least still live out the fact that you get to go on the millennium falcon which for a lot of the older fans of star wars they might even like that more than the rise of the resistance because you know my generation we all grew up with the Millennium Falcon and the original um, trilogy from Star Wars. So anyway, throwing all that out there for whatever it's worth. But uh, the, uh, the last story that we got before we jump into uh, the, the meat of the Chasers tidbit is Christmas in July. First look at Merry New Holiday themed products. I realize you guys can't see these products, but with everything going on, I just thought it was cool to talk about something that personally makes me and Mindy happy and that is Christmas it's our favorite um, favorite holiday by a by a country mile so anyway getting along with what Disney does they actually did release a bunch of things this month in July one of the items they released is a really cool gingerbread hat with mouse ears and a Santa hat um, they got Happy Holidays Walt Disney World and uh, you know some That's of it cute. has like different rides like they've got like the D is like um, from the Tiki Room the um, the O is from um, It's a Small World so they're cool. incorporating the H for instance is the Magic Kingdom wow. so they're incorporating all different parts of the park experience in this shirt That's which really is cute. red and it's a really nice shirt actually i could see annabelle wearing that hat for some they reason they also got a mini um gingerbread uh mouse set of mouse ears which looks really kind of cool that looks fun they got um looks like a cooking set they got um a mini and mickey um shaped uh, to make cookies and then a couple mixers different kinds of towels Bunches of ornaments. These ornaments oh, are those. really cool. We love ornaments. One of our family traditions is to actually get ornaments every year. And the last several years, we actually started getting um, Disney Disney ornaments. And it's become a tradition. And those we absolutely... Pretty. pretty soon, we're going to have to have a tree just for <clears throat> Disney ornaments. I do think so. But they've got some really, like, you know, you name your favorite princess... It looks like they got a whole princess series here. Um, they got a new one with the Aristocats, which is an older movie, which is, you know, they Boy seem story. to like to do a lot of stuff with that. They got, you know, special Christmas Lego sets for Star Wars. Um, just That's just fun. a lot of neat things. And um, oh, there's wow. still no verdict yet about everything that they have going on with Mickey's uh a very merry Christmas party whether or not they're going to be able to do that or not they did have to cancel everything out already for um, the Halloween parties yeah. so um, time will tell what things are going to look like at um, Disney World this holiday season um, there's probably I'd say a better chance than not 
that they don't get to do the very merry Christmas parties probably this I'm year. Not. But I bet you they still do like uh, they'll have some the, special the, the trees things. and the gingerbread houses and stuff at the resorts. They'll do the decorations. I, I bet they'll I'm do sure. the decorations and all that. But if you, yeah, I mean. Again, if it's going to be a big trip and you're not, and it's not just something where you go every year or some craziness like that, let's say this is your big trip and you know you're not going to be there for quite some time, I might hold off this year on Christmas or Halloween because all those extra special um, celebrations are probably not going to be around. So right. it's just, it's not the full experience. I mean, I, for one, could appreciate going even without that stuff because i there's so much at disney that i love um but you know if the, if you only go once every five years or something you might want to hold off just because there's so many special things that they do you know normally that might not happen but i mean you know if you if you're open to not having everything be open but maybe the crowds are less then you might really enjoy it um, I, I totally wish we could go and I wish by like a miraculous happening like things would get better and we could just go at Christmas even if some of that special stuff isn't happening I just it would be a really neat thing to be able to experience it even without all the extra special stuff yeah and because I I'm sure that Disney and the cast members are gonna do everything in their power to make it special for people you know, they're, they're being really creative with what they're doing there to try to make people smile. So, um, yeah. It's know. not going to be a lack of trying. Yeah, I mean, so. it's not all is lost. I don't want to be negative at all. I think you could still have a nice time. And that's originally, um, we actually did not end up doing our trip to the boardwalk like that we wanted to. Um, so we were actually, we tried twice. We were going to originally go in June, and then we would have just gone in late July. And we decided to just stay in Ohio with all the travel restrictions that are going on. And we actually had originally planned, too, on going back at Christmas and surprising the kids. But I don't think it's in the cards this year. No. So we're going to... An get, absolute miracle would have to happen. So we're actually planning but. on um, booking our 2021 trip. And we're going to probably go in late May, early June is, is what we're looking at at this point. Um, so June. It'd be really cool to experience the um, Flower and Garden Festival, um, but that is only till like June 3rd or something. And so this year, to, like, it's actually going on. They, they started did it right, it right away. Yeah, which makes to, sense. To try to get people into Epcot. It's just something special. Um, but I doubt that that's going to be permanent. Who knows? It could be. It could be. You never know. We'll just have to um, wait and see. Just but flower and garden. But I'd be happy just to have them extend flower and garden. I know. For when we go. So It'd be great. Time will tell. So, but that's pretty much the news stories. I just wanted to kind of do a very brief recap, not get into too much of the details, not too much into the weeds about the parks reopening. They're open. They're doing what they can do. So far, so good. They're being really good about, um, you know, keeping people safe, I think. A lot of the resorts, um, the DVC resorts are open, but there are parts of, like, for instance, like the Polynesian. The DVC part of the Polynesian is open, but the regular part of the Polynesian that is not open yet. Um, so... And they might, you might get, a, you might have had a reservation and then they switched it. Like, let's you say you it's had a like reservation at Riverside. You might get moved over to the Caribbean, Caribbean Beach. 
um, because Riverside actually and uh, um, French Quarter are not even slated to open. They might not even open up again this year until yeah. early next year. So some of the resorts, they're just keeping closed altogether. Um, they'll open those up, I think, as they need, they have capacity and things can start to returning a little bit back to, you know, pre-COVID um, operations. Yeah. So, um, I guess you just need to know you got to be flexible as with the way things right. are these days, just be flexible and be kind. And, and right now the NBA is playing at Disney world. They've got part of the grand grand Floridian. They got part of Coronado. So, um, some of those resorts are, are booked up right now too. Yeah. So it's, uh, um, just and be, be flexible. It, yeah. Be flexible and things will, you know, things will work themselves out. We just got to kind of try to bear with us a little bit longer mm -hmm. and hope, you know, get through 2020. So, okay, Chaser's tidbit. What to do if it rains at Walt Disney World and you are in the parks? Um, I kind of broke this down a little bit as far as what you can do if you decide to stay at the parks. Um, Mindy had mentioned earlier when she, I was kind of going over what was in the list that, you know, one of the things to do, which I hadn't put on here, but this would apply to all four theme parks, and it's a little bit harder right now than normal, would be to get a dining reservation. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times it rains in the early afternoon, mm -hmm. like around, like, you know, what, 1 o'clock, anywhere from like 12 to, 12 to 2, 12 to 3. Yeah. You might want to try to see if you can eat during those times because you might you might miss like an hour downpour. Mm -hmm. And the rain in Florida, Walt Disney World, it's crazy. You might get a five-minute rain. You might get a one-hour rain. You might get a, a rain where it rained for an hour. You start walking for five minutes, and then it starts downpouring again. But um, Have your ponchos handy and, it, you know, yeah. just be, be ready. And it has happened to us before where the whole day has almost been a washout, but there's been days where it rains for like an hour and then that's it. So mm -hmm. um, just try to have an open mind, but realize yeah. that there are things that can be done while the rain is going on. Mm -hmm. Magic Kingdom, ironically, there's a ton. and there might be some things that I missed in here, but Magic Kingdom... The majority of the rides are actually outdoor rides at Magic Kingdom. And if it starts raining really hard or lightning, they will shut down like all of the outdoor rides mm -hmm. that are roller coasters or any outdoor ride in general. But some of the things that you can do under normal circumstances, you can definitely visit the characters. A lot of the character meet and greets, um, actually all of them besides the few that they had at the flagpole there for a while, are all indoors and yeah. air conditioning so you can if it's raining you can try to jump around and meet characters and try to get in and out of the rain as much as you can um but from a show standpoint the two that jumped out at me mindy is not that it's a big but we've gone in when it's raining before and come out after the show and it was done mickey's philhar magic yep um hall of presidents is 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 a pretty long show too yeah at Liberty Square. Um, Haunted Mansion is an indoor ride yep. that you can do and that's that um, which is also so if you were over at Liberty Square you could actually do Hall of Presidents and the Haunted Mansion um, and that would take up a good chunk of time doing those two yep. attractions. And then if you head over to um, Frontierland you could get on Country Bear Jamboree. 
Yep. That's a show. Yep, the Country Bear Jamboree is over um, at Frontierland. If you go to Adventureland, your only bet's going to be the Pirates of the Caribbean, my yeah, favorite ride. That's a great ride. And ironically, um, over at Tomorrowland, you got a couple options. You've got Space Mountain, which is one of my favorite yeah. roller coasters. And then you, you also got uh, the Carousel of Progress. There's Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor and, the, too. and the Monsters Inc. left floor. Um, Buzz Lightyear's inside. Buzz Lightyear is inside. You might be outside while you're waiting, but then you're right. So I, I guess out of all the lands, Tomorrowland's got a lot of if you wear your things you can do. And umbrella. I mean, you can do a lot in Tomorrowland. We always keep um, flip flops in our bag too, like nice sandals. So if we're wearing tennis shoes, and if it really starts to rain and our feet get drenched. Um, mm -hmm. We have we always have like extra comfortable sandals in there just in case. So and with some of these rides that if you don't have a fast pass and you know things and they're running the fast passes, you might wait in, in these indoor queues 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, also over by where Mickey's Philhar Magic is over in Fantasyland, you do have um, you do have the option of doing. Uh, it's a small world, which is a long ride, as well oh, as Peter yeah. Pan's flight. Yeah. Um. The, are, yeah, and those those queues are inside. You know, the lines might right. be long, but it just I don't know what it'll be like. But yeah, definitely. So those and are, if Splash Mountain's open, I think I think as long as it's not storming with yeah. lightning, Splash and they Mountain do run it open. if it's just rain. Splash Mountain. Um, we you're you're going to get wet anyway, so you could just keep your poncho on yeah. and, and ride Splash Mountain. Um, so and I really put that as the bonus, but there's my point is there's enough to do. There's to souvenir stores too. There's souvenir stores. Um, there's enough to do if you're like, I don't want to go back to the room. We're going to try to ride this out. Um, just a couple options at Magic Kingdom. But it, I, actually, going through this list, have a snack and not even some of those indoor quick yes, services, indoor like the food options. But going through this list, Mindy, I did not realize so that when I put do. it together. But Tomorrowland appears to be yeah. if you're if you're land centric, it seems like uh, your best two options might be Tomorrowland and then Liberty Square. Mm. The two things that are in Liberty Square that aren't restaurants are Hall of Presidents, which is inside, and Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Those are all good options, honey. So that's Magic Kingdom. Moving over to Epcot, that really definitely opens up some options. Um, but I'll kind of go over some of the more um, obvious ones. But uh, if you're at the front of the park, um, obviously you got Spaceship Earth when you first walk in. Then also, if you go over to the lands, um, that's an indoor pavilion. And you got Soren around yeah. the world. You got the food court there mm -hmm. um, as well, Sunshine. If you want to get something to eat, or if you had a reservation, let's say over at the Lands, and you were eating at Garden Grill, yeah. which is a fantastic menu or meal. I know we've done a review on that before on our dining review, and you can't go wrong with breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Mm -hmm. All three of them are good at Garden Grill, in my opinion. Yeah, and the character experiences are just phenomenal and you get so much one-on-one -on -one time with the characters because it's they, not a huge restaurant and it just rotates and they walk around i mean they it, still have characters there right now yep it's one of the few um 
they, character they, buffet they, that's open. Can't, they don't sign your book or anything. They're not signing. They're not you hugging. Just, they just come around and you can like take a selfie or they'll just interact with you from but you far do, away. But you do get a um, their signatures that are pre-signed. On a card or something. On a card. So that's cool. Yeah, really in the land, there's a ton to do. You could spend a lot of time in there. And then right next door to the land, you've got the seas. So yeah. you can ride the seas with Nemo and friends. There is an indoor aquarium, which is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So you can look at all the different um, kinds of fish. And uh, Tur Turtle Talk Turtle with Talk Crush. with Crush is in there as well. Um, if you have small kids, when it's open, um, they got Bruce that Bruce the Sharks area. Yeah. That, you know, where our kids love that to where they can jump into the shark's head and, uh, you know, pretend like they're a shark. Really cool stuff. A lot of options up there. You have the Imagination Pavilion, too. Where if you wanted to go and you know write um, Journey with Figment, um, some people love that, some people don't. Um, I like Figment. The ride was better in the original iteration, in my opinion, but I still like Figment. Um, and then they also have over there the the, the Shorts Theater, um, where yeah. where um, you can That's watch true. the Pixar the Pixar films that they got going on, also in the Imagination Pavilion. But the most that that you can do is you start walking into the world showcase and that place is just so immersive The the gift shops visiting the indoor yeah. pavilion gift shops it's you know you could spend hours doing that Definitely. um mexico and then mexico it's i love that pavilion the indoor they have the indoor ride grand fiesta tour which is a fame uh favorite of our family it's fun um they also have la, la cava de tequila Del Tequila that's in there too if you want to get look at. a if margarita. You, if you have that app. Um, the My Disney Experience. There's like those games that you can play where you're going oh, to yeah. stuff. The, yeah, the, the, the Disney Play Park it's app. Like, it's like DuckTales or something now. Yeah, it's uh, they're, they're converting it over to DuckTales and that would all be within the... Yeah. So with your phone or whatever, your, your device... You go on a little scavenger hunt. But a lot of the stuff's stuff. outdoors on that. True, but you can pick what but you could country pick where you want to go. be at. So, yeah, I mean, if you're in Mexico, everything's inside. You could be looking for that's stuff true. in Mexico. No, you're and right. You, you pick what country. Maybe pick the ones that have the things not outside and inside. No, that's a great point. Um, but it would work uh, for Mexico. I'm not sure about the other countries. Right. But, uh, um, you know, and then you go, you go one country over... Then you're in Norway. You got the Frozen Ever After, um, which is a great indoor ride. You know, our family really enjoys that as That's well. Fun. It's going to be opening soon, and it'll be another indoor attraction in Paris or in France. You're going to have the Ratatouille. It, it ride that's going to be opening up here shortly so that'll give you another indoor ride option um when you're going through all of the world showcase but uh you could just like i said we've been stuck in the rain so many times it seems if it rains on us it rains at epcot and uh, we get hit with the rain a lot at epcot and we always find some nook or cranny where mm -hmm. we can run into we try to you know if, if at all possible if there's something indoors grab a bite to eat grab a drink something to try to just we spent a lot of time with the kids playing in uh, um the um mexico pavilion where you know you and i might be having you know um a margarita or something like that and the kids are constantly you know there's so much to look at looking at there. playing games and in, in there because they have what it's that whole cocoa section that they have mm -hmm. in there now too when you go in that's an interactive experience 
Um, obviously, you can't go on any rides with drinks or food of any sort, um, but um, there's still a lot to do in there. Yeah. And it's a huge indoor um, pavilion, so you can easily social distance in there and stay away from people. Every country just about, just about, has like something where you can go in and even like the american experience has like a oh that video to watch yeah you know canada has their um show so i feel like france has a couple there's shows. a store in japan that people always love mm -hmm. which you know is kind of fun too so there's so there's there's a lot of places to go run we always kind of seem to hide out in the morocco yeah moroccan pavilion there's nothing specific in there but it's just a little hidden gem almost. you know it's just there's so much to do it's cool um but epcot's a, a great park to be at if it's gonna rain yeah if you're stuck it, in the if, rain at if epcot. you have like a park hopper and you can jump between parks and you have a chance to go back to the other parks that you wanted to go to if you're lucky and things go your way it's not a total washout being at epcot when it rains we've been at, like i said we've been at epcot a lot of days where it's like, oh shoot, it's our Epcot day and it's raining. And I don't ever remember being like, oh gosh, it rained all day at Epcot and it stunk. The only ride that really shuts down at Epcot because of rain is Test Track. It's Test Track. And that and, shuts and down a lot anyway yeah, for some weird reason. Even for random things. But so. it's cool because Epcot has so many indoor attractions. And just things to right. look at. And things to look at in general. And then like you said, in the American Pavilion too, There's that little they've show. got Sounds of Liberty, the, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know the singing group and then they've also got the american experience i'm screwing up the name but it's the american adventure american adventure i think is what it's called um can double check that but anyhow it's a show but you're not yeah, gonna the american adventure you're not it's gonna 30 go minutes too yeah so and so there's options upon options they even have the uh at the american um you know pavilion they even have the big theater yeah. where, where bands play oh and, yeah that's um, covered. They, they have the uh, the um, uh, Mexican mariachis playing there right now oh. um, every day, which is really That's cool. Nice. So, okay. Anything else you want to add about Epcot? It's just Epcot's so immersive. There's plenty to do. It's the biggest park. There's so much space. There's always something to do. Um, I can't say enough good things about Epcot and the rain. I mean, I think out of all the parks. Well, that's not true. Animal Kingdom is well, pretty good, too. But. Epcot and um, Magic Kingdom seem to have the most um, things that you can do in the rain. So, I think. And I know I said Animal Kingdom, but that's because I just really love Nomad's Lounge. So That's true. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Jumping over to Hollywood Studios. Um, a couple of the items that I got put on here, and then I'm going to have Mindy jump in um, with, with what she kind of was looking at and finding as well. Uh, one of the new attractions is Lightning McQueen Racing Academy. That's a, like a, um, what, a 15-minute show maybe? 15-minute show, indoors. Yeah. Um, really kind of neat, especially if anyone in your family um, likes the Cars movies. Um, our daughter, Annabelle, absolutely loves Cars. Um, that was a big deal. That she was, loved that, that. was a lot of fun. She That was probably one of her favorite things um, last summer when we went. And it's only been open for about a year, Yeah. the actual Racing Academy. Really cool. And they've got a really big animatronic of Lightning McQueen. Really cool. Re really it's, neat it's stuff. Neat. Another indoor attraction, which is one of the most popular attractions in the park right now, is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. 
that looks absolutely amazing. That was on our list of must-dos for the next time we go. I wish we could do it. Um, I would, for me personally, as much as I love Star Wars, I would, if I had to choose between doing Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway or um, Rise of Resistance, I think I would do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway just because how much our family just loves the original Fab Five. Yeah. You know, when you get two of them with Mickey and Minnie. So. And the kids love the Mickey shorts. And it's, and it's, and it's in the... Um, the Chinese theater, you know, the, you know, it's the, really cool. you know, the, the focal point of Hollywood studios mm -hmm. and we, and we got a chance to ride the great movie ride and that, that whole Chinese theater is just amazing. Yeah. The inside of it. Um, if you're over a little bit too, um, kind of an underutilized, but it's a show that could kill some time. The Muppet Vision 3D show. Yeah. Um, and then if you're on, um, you know, kind of walking down when you first walk into the park too. Um, two of the two of the attractions that are right there when you first walk in, and if you go down, um, hang a right there, uh, rock and roller coaster, Aerosmith. Um, That's a fast ride. And then, so you have to yeah. the kids that are gonna want to be able to do roller coasters. And then the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror as yeah. well. Obviously, there's height requirements on those, but if you walk down Sunset Boulevard. Um, those and, those are options, and that's right there when you first walk in, which mm -hmm. is kind of like Spaceship Earth. Sometimes later in the day, those kind of die down because yeah, right. you know they're up front. But then again, everyone's beelining straight down the middle of uh, you know Hollywood Boulevard now, going to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because yeah, so. you walk straight into the park and you that's run right true. into Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But um, that's neither here nor there. If if um, COVID-19 wasn't going on. There are, like, there's the Beauty and the Beast show. There's, um, but that's outdoors. So I don't know if they'd be able to it perform said, that. It said here. The, for the, the for frozen the experiences. The beast, um, if it's a torrential downpour, pick your seat strategically. The ones in the, in the back will leave you a little damp. And if you don't get there. Um, we walked in. We like, walked in right as it was opening. And, and we, we got were in the very way back. We got nosebleeds. So, yeah. but it wasn't raining. It was uh, hot in there, though. It was hot. Though. It was horrible. It was terrible. Um, the Frozen sing-along is inside, and inside. it's a 30-minute yeah. show, and it's that, very yep. fun. They, you sing along, and you don't have to sing, it's, but... It's, it's cheesy, most but... Most people are singing. Kid, I think the kids like it. Um, Star Tours is another right around, right next to where the Frozen sing-along yeah. is, right around in that area. Um, that'll be a good 15, 20 minute time kill, my, especially longer there's a little if there's, there's a, a line. There's a store in the back. There's that, yep, there's the really nice store. I don't know how much of the line is inside or outside. And then you've got... Uh, um, in in Toy Story Land, it's kind of a bummer if it's a downpour. It's Once Upon a you Dream, right? You don't want to be down in Ma Toy where, Story. Where, with the story about Walt Disney, that's yeah. also there. That's oh, all yeah. indoors. And there's a character that's meet true. and greet that's in there. Um you also have um, over in Toy Story Land. You have uh, Toy Story Mania is about Toy the only Story one. Mania is the only thing you can do. Remember, we got drenched there because we decided yeah. to make a run for it. And then you also have uh, um, going over to Galaxy's Edge. You have um, actually before Galaxy's Edge, you still have the Star Wars Launch Bay, which is kind of back where. Um, Oh, you'd have Voyage of the Little Mermaid, too, which yeah. is an indoor show. Um, but you have the Star Wars launch bay where you can meet characters. And then if you go to Galaxy's Edge, 
you could uh, um, definitely go on Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, Star Wars Rise of Resistance if you're lucky, and then mm -hmm. one of the cool things to do if you want an adult beverage or if you're with your kids, the kids are allowed in there too, and you are required to purchase, they don't have to be alcoholic drinks, but you have to purchase, um, you have to purchase some drinks, but Oga's Cantina is an option as well. So that's definitely something that you know you you could do as well. So, um, anything you want to add about like you know Hollywood Studios, any other places? Um, oh, Baseline Tap House, yeah. you could go inside, but that Maybe. gets probably pretty crowded. I bet you it's would small be area because normally it's nice There's to just get, to get, get an there. umbrella outside, yeah. you know, and, and kind of take it from there. But um, I was gonna say I can't remember if you said this about Olga's Cantina. You have to have a reservation. Yes, you need a reservation. So you might not get lucky there as far as that goes because who knows if your reservation would happen to be when it's raining. So I wouldn't bank on that, but um, wear your poncho. Just keep keep trying and have an extra pair of shoes and just do the best you can. Absolutely. Um, the last park. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Now they have a lot Could of be. they have a lot of shows over at Animal Kingdom. A couple of them. You have Festival of the Lion King, and you got Finding Nemo the Musical. Um, right now, unfortunately, they're having some issues coming to negotiations with the Actors Guild, oh. so they are not running either one of these shows right now. It looks but like I'm sure they'll work it out eventually. Yeah. And I didn't say it at Hollywood Studios, but this is all the four theme parks visiting the characters um as yeah, well once that's available. Is, is um but also one real cool thing that you can do at animal kingdom is they have the conservation station oh, yeah. which is really neat you can take a uh, a train over to the conservation station and uh um that's where they kind of do a lot of the care for the animals mm -hmm. over at the conservation station they also have the where you can draw draw with the uh, uh, with the academy that they got over there that's true where you can um, take a class that you need a reservation for it. it it's part of your park admission but you do have to get a fast pass or a reservation for it and um, you can learn how to draw They're like I've seen before where people are drawn like Simba or they might be drawn Mickey Mouse um, but they actually go through drawing one of the one of the um, Disney characters I think if it's a complete and utter washout, I don't know. Animal Kingdom, it would be pretty rough. There's, a, the lot of, going there's on, a lot of things right. to do inside, but you might want to know that you could get wet just um, getting from point A to point we B. We got drenched. It's very we spread out. There. It is spread it's, out. It's a pretty big walk to get from one thing to another. So, But if you're in Pandora, um, there's a lot to do. Both of the attractions yeah. are indoors. Avatar Flight of Passage. But on Navi, a busy day, you're going to be waiting. Right. Navi River Journey. Yeah, if you're stuck outside waiting, you're getting drenched. Yeah, you're waiting. If you don't have a fast outside, pass. So. Um, but then they Yeesh. also do have Satuli Canteen that you could hang out in there yeah, for a little bit. a little bit. But, no, I would agree. Out what of I'm all the parks. What I'm saying is, of all the parks, I feel like Animal Kingdom might be the worst one to be. To hide. You have to walk there's a lot of park. open spaces, and there's not a bunch of stores you can just jump into and get out of the rain. Um, I know we're going to do another um, series, mm -hmm. another like part to this series or whatever, but we've got a whole lot of things to cover in that. So if you are at Animal Kingdom and you're just like, forget this, you can't park hop and it's a complete washout, you could take a bus 
an Uber or if minivan opens back up to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and look around in there. That's, that's something true. to do near Animal and Kingdom. And that's an experience And you in can itself, explore right. the lodge. Or try um, to get a last-minute reservation. They got a lot of restaurants over there. Nice restaurants. There's a ton. They got Boma. They got so, Chico. I mean, I know we're going to be talking about that on our next thing, but I feel like there's a whole lot that we didn't yeah. even know. And that's going to be that bit, we could do at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Depending on the park, so, what we're going to do next time is we're going to pick what to do if you're stuck at XYZ Park and you don't want to go back to your resort. That's pretty much what it's going to be. So if you're in Animal Kingdom, like Mindy mentioned, you know we're going to talk more we'll in depth details, about what to do over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I feel like you know, obviously, if you're at Magic Kingdom, you'd want to go monorail hopping. Well, yeah, we'll get into I that. Mean, we'll, we'll get into. I guess I just thought the there was so much but. to say about all that other stuff that we've never ever thought to go over to Animal Kingdom Lodge when it's raining. We've never even gone to Animal Kingdom Lodge. No, and that's so something we're going to do on our gonna next trip. We're going to have to do that and see what it's all about because there's a whole bunch of things on this and list it just looks for Animal absolutely Kingdom Lodge. Gorgeous. And we're actually thinking about doing a split stay. Like We want to go for seven days. We want to do like five days at the Boardwalk or five days at the Polynesian and then like two days at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Kind of mix and match. That's our goal. That's kind of what we're hoping to do on our next trip couple more things to knock off the list here um, before we uh, close out the show is you could also do the it's tough to be a bug um, experience there is the dinosaur attraction which is indoors and one of the things that is just it's very kid appropriate and it's just so relaxing in this the actual vibe of this lounge the nomads lounge it's chill we didn't we did not get to experience it until a couple of years ago we were over at uh, geyser point which is another really nice yeah. um place where you can look out at the water which is over at um wilderness lodge wilderness lodge and we were talking to a couple and they said that uh out of like every single place at disney world one of their favorite things to do was to go into the Nomad's Lounge in Animal Kingdom. We never so, even heard of it. So on a whim, we're like, okay. And the Nomad's Lounge is attached to the Tiffin's Restaurant, just to yeah. give you an idea. But you walk in and you go to the left, and it's seriously a hidden gem. You can get, they got really good appetizers, um, every kind of adult beverage you can think of. Um, you know, chocolate milk, water, whatever you can think of for your kids too. The kids um, can have a little And like break. I said, whenever I talk about these places, you do not have to get an alcoholic drink by any stretch of the imagination. They've got a lot of mocktails as well. Yeah. Um, so it's just a, it's just a cool vibe, cool experience. Mm -hmm. Um, something it's very pretty, a something lot to, to do. At. And I can tell you, I could be like literally having fast pass after fast pass after fast pass, doing everything I want to do. At Animal Kingdom, the weather's immaculate. You're, it's not so hot that you have to take a break. I would still drop everything I'm doing and go into Nomad's Lounge. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it would not be a trip for for me. Um, if I went to Animal Kingdom and I didn't go to Nomad's Lounge, that'd be a shame on me. Yeah, it's, it's a good place to go. It's so, really unique. Definitely a positive there. Anything else? I know this was part one, Mindy. Anything else, you know, you think that I kind of missed or overlooked? I know it's a lot of information. It's, there's a lot. Um, Just, you know, have have maybe a list in mind 
um if it rains you know like have have your list so you're not just standing there like oh my god it's raining now what you can be like okay we know we can do this we know we can do this we know we can do this have your extra shoes have your poncho have your umbrella we never use an umbrella i'm terrible at that but some people do um and just you know make the most of it and a lot of times if you get lucky and then the rain clears up like it usually does in summertime um the parks clear out absolutely like after the rain the parks clear out and then it's like it's pretty great because you can you can have maybe less crowds do we miss anything owen <laughs> no okay owen, owen's out here with us so i just thought uh, he's got a really good uh grasp and knowledge of the walt disney world um experience as well so i just thought i'd give him an opportunity to see if there was something that i left off the list because i'm sure there's something anything else mindy before we close it out today no um i'm not going to say the next time we're going to do one because then maybe we'll get lucky and we'll do another one next week but uh, we, we always do have the intention of trying to be a little bit more regular with these i you know obviously i think weekly is going to be a stretch for us but i'd like to at least do it you know every other week every, yeah. you know do two at least a couple a month would be the goal and see where we can go from there but uh as always you know um i know you guys have a lot of different options you can listen to that are out there we appreciate that you took the time to listen to uh us today um mindy and i are on we are on the facebook just <laughs> search wdw chasers and look for our logo it is a closed group but uh it's something we'd like to grow and uh, talk to other um, Walt Disney World lovers or those that are just planning a trip for the first time. Um, we'd, we'd love to help. We'd love to help you out. Um, please feel free to join our group. Thank you for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away. <laughs>